The Artist Talk series is presented to you by Pulpo Gallery. Visit pulpogallery.com to learn more. Hello, I'm Helga Klutzler. I'm the gallery manager and curator at Pulpo Gallery, where we have currently a group exhibition, Rebirth of Venus. And one of the paintings is behind me, and I have the opportunity today to talk with the artist. It's so nice to meet you, finally. Would you say a few words about you? Well, hello. Um, my name is Mircea Suchu, but I guess, well, your yeah, uh, public probably knows it by well, visiting the gallery and the, the, the work itself. What can I say? I'm, uh, I guess, an established artist, mid-career artist. Uh, And I'm well, coming from Romania. I was born in Transylvania. I must play for um, the um, horror movies, <laughs> mostly. <laughs> Everyone knows Rakula, um, I guess. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Well, at least for uh, 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 some English writers. Um, so, uh, I don't know. I mean, I was born in... in close to Cluj, which is the, the, let's say so, the capital of Transylvania. Uh, I must say that uh, uh, I, I, I stayed uh, half of my life in Bucharest, in the capital, mm -hmm. and then I, I returned to, to, uh, uh, to Cluj uh, uh, to, to well, uh, find some tranquility and get back to, to my friends from university. So I was born in a small town. Uh, uh, as I told you, close to Cluj, and then uh, 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 I followed the art high school in that small town called Bayamara, uh, which is the place of birth also of Adrian Genia and several other artists. Over there we had, in during 1900, mm -hmm. uh, an art colony, uh, with, uh, uh, which was visited by many artists from around Europe. So we had a strong tradition in painting, although the, 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 the city is tiny, it's the town basically. Um, there was this super cool tradition related to, to uh, uh, 1900 painting and then expressionist painting. And uh, we had, uh, uh, we were in contact since childhood with uh, good art. Uh, in particular, uh, my father was um, in love with art and my mother as well. Um uh, during communism most of the the artwork uh, well the art catalogs were printed black and white but uh, yes. <laughs> which is kind of funny because they were talking about colors uh but my father used to travel around the world back then he was an engineer building electrical lines and um went well uh he, he brought back home all the good catalogs from uh, louvre prado uh Well, his favorite artist, artists with, which uh, in the end became mine, like Modigliani, Souten, uh, <laughs> even Botticelli. <laughs> <laughs> so I grew up basically in, in a home of art lovers. My uh, mother uh, was a, uh, a philosophy teacher at the local wow. university. So I kind of skipped uh, reading because my philosophy <laughs> books, because my mother <laughs> told me everything that was useful to know about it. So I'm kind of a fake um, philosopher. <laughs> so, 
But that's the best way, not to have to read all the stuff, but to still know about it. Yeah, the boring stuff, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I got to, 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 to uh, uh, hear all the, the best from, I don't know, uh, 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 Heidegger and, and Hegel and whatnot, you know. So, no matter. Anyways, uh, so... Um, it's actually the, really the, the, to, to have this opportunity or to, as a child to, to access all these paintings and all this art. Even yeah, to be honest, I uh, uh, I was looking, although it sounds now that I, I was a pervert back then in my childhood, I was crazy about Modigliani's nudes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so I, 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 I made uh, lots of copies after Modigliani. Then I it's not about Modigliani itself. Um, I grew up with all these nice books about the life of the painters. Lautrec, Van Gogh, uh, Cezanne, Renoir, you name them. So I made copies uh, after all the, the great masters. And I learned from these books that, uh, and Gauguin, of course, and many others, but especially the French school, basically. Yeah. Uh, uh, so the uh, mid-twenties. Also Paul Klee and Juan Miro. And, but I... I, I uh, understood uh, the history of art by making copies. Mm -hmm. uh, so your invitation was um, a little bit karmic and surprising <laughs> in the same way <laughs> because you know uh, this is the end of the cycle. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I used to to uh, um, train myself in this direction. So uh, what I learned is that an artist is self-taught. Mm -hmm. You cannot read. Uh, uh, teach painting. I mean, you can teach the theory of, of color, you can teach drawing, uh, um, but you have to be born with this gift or to practice daily until you reach, let's say so, perfection, Absolutely. which is not the case in my case, but uh, well, I'm, I'm still studying. So, uh, what else? Uh, please, uh, well, I started painting uh, at 13. Okay. I used to paint when I was uh, younger, but uh, uh, since I, I was 13, I started painting as therapy. My father died when I was 13, mm -hmm. and it triggered me this desire, this compulsion, which became, uh, I was manic, and I still am. I mean, that's, that's a trick, in fact, with, with art, to, to uh, uh, work daily. So for me, I don't have a life, basically. I, I don't go to bars, I don't go to... I used to, but uh, now everything is related to work. So, so uh, do you have like a normal workday ritual or do you work all the time or how, how does a work day for you look like? I kind of work all the time. I mean, I wake up, I drink the coffee, I have the coffee rush. I need to, to start working because otherwise <laughs> my anxiety, anxiety is, uh, kicks in and uh, yeah, I need to, to work. So... Um, I work a lot. I work on several works. I cannot work on a single work and finish it. I like to to, to see the the process of it, uh, and I like to 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 understand and to to feel the the, the composition, the structure, to adjust them, to fine tune them in the end. Mm -hmm. So, um, do you work in series or are those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, series is mandatory. I mean. Not on editions, on series. So I, I have a theme and I want to exhaust it. Um, and it's the best way to, 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 to work with an image, to uh, um, expand it, to explore it. Because, in fact, there are infinite possibilities of ending an image or approaching an image. 
and well, you have to limit yourself because <laughs> that's life. But uh, to to a number of of, of uh, 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 words, uh, the best way to 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 exhaust an idea and the possibilities behind the idea. I mean, related to uh, technicalities and, and and all the particulars in well, which uh, are related to building an image. It, well, it's the best way to do it to 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 to, to work like this, in my opinion, at least. And for a series itself, if you have an idea about a topic or image, um, do you know from the beginning how many paintings are you going to do? With no this? way. No. And is there no. any any time of this moment where you have the feeling that it's finished and you have to start? Mm. It's tricky. For example, now I will have a, a show uh, in Antwerp at Zino X. So the core, the, the main works, Uh, uh, of this show are related to a theme that I started in New York and were meant, well, I, I had a, a solo presentation at the cabinet in Art Basel, Hong Kong. So uh, three years ago, uh, I, I started this series and uh, I said to myself after doing, I don't know, six paintings, well, or experiments and paintings, I said to myself that uh, I should get back to these subjects, but with a twist. Yes. You will see it if uh, you're able to, to visit the show. Yes. So yes. I, I uh, always uh, come back to, to, to uh, uh, several or distinct uh, uh, subjects that uh, uh, I feel that are, are uh, related to uh, the social issues, to my feelings, to whatnot. You know? I mean, <laughs> it's difficult to give all the insights related to why. <laughs> <laughs> But maybe this is a good point to ask what your inspiration is. Or oh my God. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's kind of tricky. Um, for example, uh, 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 um, but for me, it's, it's, it's a statement in the end. Um, I'm a humanist. Uh, I, I relate with all, uh, hum all the humanities uh, issues. Uh, I suffer from uh, acute anxiety. So uh, my work is related to the analysis of uh, psychological issues uh, and psychiatric issues. And, and, um, but it's not only that. I mean, it's not just personal, it's also social. I'm, I'm uh, watching closely the news. I'm politically involved related to reading the news and and uh, uh, trying to insert my um, opinions into uh, my work. And uh, uh, I guess it's mandatory. I mean, an artwork without content, without a philosophy, philosophical, uh, philosophical backbone, it's, it's empty. I mean, it's a uh, shape without content. So it's nothing. It's just uh, uh, for decoration. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know if I'm asking properly to your questions. Please come back to uh, absolutely, absolutely. It totally makes sense, and it's it's such an interesting way to start. But when you start a new painting, is the idea and all this topic there first, or do you have the shape, as you just said, the shape and and um, the painting itself, how it should look like in your head first? Uh, when I was younger, I used to dream the paintings. To be honest, now because I'm working more, uh, I have uh, everyday 
usual live dreams without nothing spectacular. So I, I stopped dreaming the paintings because I'm producing them. <laughs> but uh, the, the idea no, is I'm that I have, I have flashes uh, uh, in my mind uh, <laughs> with structures, with uh, colors, with shapes, uh, with a mood, with an atmosphere. Mm -hmm. um, when I was younger, I, I wanted to work more rational. Now I feel that I'm more like a shaman. Uh, mm -hmm. So I believe in this shamanic uh, approach to art. You have to sense it in your gut. You have to... Um, okay, it's it's kind of 50-50. It's... it's I start with this uh, uh, mood, uh, with uh, this uh, uh, feeling, but then I, I, I need to insert reason in my work. So, um, you know, I, I, I need to control. I need the control in the end. But it starts like this, you know, with, with, uh, with a, 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 a trip, with a flash, uh, um, visiting art history again and again and again. I found inspirations in in in, in the the mood of, of something. Sometimes I'm building my own mood boards related to uh, my research. So it's it's it's. You know, I'm trying to to work in all directions because I'm doing this for quite some years, yeah. <laughs> more than two decades, and. Uh, um, I tried to exhaust all the possibilities, sober, drunk, what not, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what's the best way. <laughs> oh, so, uh, well. Our viewers, an idea uh, before talking about this particular painting, um, and maybe to give this mood that you are in when you are painting. Where is your studio located? How does it look like? Do you listen to music? I have, you listen to something several, like I have several studios. Um, I, I recently had to let go of the largest one, mm -hmm. but I will get back to it. Uh, during the, the pandemic, it was kind of impossible to work in it because it was a hub, an industrial hub with lots of people, but it was yeah. huge. Yeah. Uh, I have an apartment, a large one, which uh, hosts another studio, and I have a countryside ranch, and I have a studio here in, an, in a barn, in an old barn. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of, I don't know, <laughs> eclectic and uh, schizophrenic in a way because I move around, I have works all around. Uh, um, I'm addicted to music, uh, not a certain type of music. I listen from the 50s to the 30s to the 60s to the 70s to the hippie music to the jazz music to acid jazz to electro to techno to minimal to industrial to whatnot i mean it's like in art i, I cannot say that i have a favorite artist i love them all so in the music you would fit kind of perfectly with our team it's the same here we can never decide what uh, <laughs> yeah it's impossible to I, I, I like to, to find new music, uh, but um, I don't have a, a, a specific uh, a, a type of music that I, I totally love. I, I think it's kind of stupid to be stuck in a certain direction. Yeah. I, I love it all. And I need the, the soundtrack. I'm like in, in my own movie. so. <laughs> <laughs> but that's you what sets the mood, so that's totally, totally understandable. Yeah. <laughs> And okay. it gives uh, it gives order and it gives the rhythm to my work. So it's 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 mandatory to have it. Absolutely. And what else? Um, usually, 
okay, we can start talk about the work. We can we talk about this particular work that's now All right. um, that's how this whole conversation actually started because uh, as I mentioned, we, we knew about this work. We had uh, a few photographs and images, but still in the moment when it arrived and we were unpacking it, it was love at first sight. So just as you said, uh, we were completely enthusiastic and it has such a energy. Um, hopefully you can sense a little bit through the screen, um, but still standing in front of it is just amazing. And then uh, we had a few messages and you started to tell the story behind it and literally <laughs> the layers behind it and that's when i was like okay we have to have to stop you have to just tell us more about it right. so, so uh, <laughs> uh, i will split this this talk in several directions <laughs> i will basically uh, tell you the, the simple story how i produce it and then what's behind it i mean so what motivated me to to arrive at this conclusion um as, as uh, I said, when I, I first heard uh, uh, and received this challenge to be part of your, your uh, uh, group show, uh, I, I felt this, this uh, karmic uh, attachment to this idea because uh, uh, for me, the, the portraits of Venus uh, uh, by Botticelli was, um, well, a challenge since I was a boy. I tried to paint it several times and... Uh, I was crazy about the idea to master the perfect portrait. But <laughs> in this case, it lacks the portrait. <laughs> it's hidden. <laughs> but I will tell you why. <laughs> and uh, I said to myself, it's, it's a cool idea to, to come back to, to this portrait with these uh, new techniques that I uh, master now and to see what's, what's going on. And I had this idea that um, I would uh, overlay a, a, a pattern of uh, camouflage on top of uh, uh, the, the, the figure, the portrait. Because, well, camouflage nowadays means uh, what it means. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we're living in an endless conflict. And also the camouflage was, the, the, the pattern was invented by a, 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 a a, an American painter, uh, uh, and it's cool that the, the, the pattern was was uh, invented by this dude. But I'm I'm moving away from the the, the, the thing. So if you're making an X-ray of this image, you first see uh, 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 an enlarged portrait of, of uh, Venus. Uh, then I changed my mind because uh, I didn't feel that um, it had uh, depth and um, it was uh, uh, strong enough. And uh, uh, I decided to, to uh, uh, um, make uh, a double portrait, like a hallucination, you know, of the, 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 the same image. And I'm not cheap. Uh, I could have used another canvas. But uh, I uh, uh, was uh, a little bit mad with myself that I didn't really understood the, the image and uh, understood to translate it to, to the viewer and to master it uh, in such ways in which the, the thing could become uh, uh, of value and uh, of interest. And um, I decided not to give up and to just add. And I uh, added this news. And uh, I wanted to uh, find some sort of connection, which was pointless. So I decided uh, uh, to move on with uh, 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 simplicity and to have a personal touch related to this image, because 
you have to believe me, although it sounds an exaggeration. I don't brag with working a lot on, on walks. I rather like uh, uh, bragging with walking uh, uh, swiftly onwards because um, then you show your uh, mastery, you know. Uh, but the challenge was was uh, 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 pretty, I don't know, intense, and I wanted to arrive at this thing. So I will start talking about how I arrived at this image. So it's this nude which reminds us of the pose of Botticelli. Uh, 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 um, I decided not to hide the 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 the, the uh, female parts, uh, the, the, the sexual parts, because it's the emancip emancipation of, of uh, the, the the woman and the lack of prejudice. And uh, in art, I believe that um, nudity equals honesty and honesty it's truth so um i wanted to move on with this idea to uh, uncover the the nudes of the the, the venus uh, uh, um, i like simplicity mm. my work uh, 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 um, lacks usually depth or perspective so it's a stage the idea of the stage and uh, the shadowy uh, parts are related to the influence of uh, surrealism in in my art, from uh, Dali to uh, Magritte, especially the latest. Uh, uh, well, I, I I really enjoy Magritte, and mm. uh, um, I'm not copying Magritte <laughs> in any ways, but I understand him, and uh, I'm trying to uh, digest the impression that his art is uh, leaving me and to um, restore it in or uh, translate it or remix it in my, uh, my own uh, uh, um, images. I looked closely to the image of, of the original image and I decided to, well, I'm obsessed with this relation between uh, uh, figuration and abstraction, and I'm trying to have this on the same surface. So uh, uh, I decided that the whole background will be a super simplified uh, 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 approach of the original notion of what means mm -hmm. everything, the, the drapery, the uh, uh, sea, the sky. So everything, it's, it's um, ultra simplified, and uh, uh, laid out as uh, in this color palette-like uh, 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 structures or shapes. The idea behind these shapes and the uh, um, research for, for a perfect blue comes from uh, uh, the influence of Orphism or Orphic art from Robert and Sonia Delaunay. So you, when you ask me uh, if I'm listening to music, yes, uh, and I'm trying to translate it into a uh, color. Mm -hmm. So uh, um, it, it relates to, as I told you, I'm very much uh, influenced by the beginning of this century, not only, <laughs> but uh, 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 I believe that there are Orphic influences related to how the color is presented, especially in this uh, 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 direction. Um, you notice that the structure has, uh, uh, it's scratched, the surface is scratched. So what I do is I'm, I'm not trying to lay out a, a flat color uh, because there is a, a structure behind it. And uh, I'm not pu putting just 
I'm not sure about the color, so I do endless researches. And uh, uh, in fact, the color palette is my canvas. Mm -hmm. uh, I, 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 I don't have, although I'm trying to, to work on my computer to prepare the image, it doesn't work like that. You know, you have to really uh, work with the structure to understand the color, how you apply it. So, uh, it's sanded with sandpaper. It's scratched with a, a, a palette knife um, to give it texture. But this texture, in fact, talks about time because uh, 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 what I'm obsessed with is light and time, meaning uh, 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 everything. In fact, mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's uh, the definition of humanity. Truth and uh, uh, understanding, uh, you know. Absolutely. So uh, uh, um, it's not, uh, although it seems, uh, um, I don't know, there, it seems that there was a struggle there. It's also <laughs> a, a rational approach, you know, it's, uh, it's produced with a purpose. So mm -hmm. it's an effect in the end, but it's not um, cheap or shallow, it's, it's honest. Absolutely. Um, well, I decided to uh, give the final hint of Venus using the shell shape mm -hmm. in a, a double presentation, which is kind of uh, 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 surreal again and, and gives a confusion and um, mystery. The lack of identity, it means, in fact, uh, 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 it can be everything, anyone. Uh, it's a ghost, um, you know. Uh, the presence of the, 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 I call it lemon, yeah. <laughs> yellow thing. It's, uh, um, although it sounds maybe cheesy, uh, uh, it was, uh, well, in the middle of pandemic. And somehow it relates to this virus. So it's a mark of our time. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's actually very interesting, this point. And I mean, even the position, just like slightly in front of her, blocking yeah. her a little bit. Uh, it's so interesting when you, when you stand in front of this painting, you can feel a kind of a blockade um, between this Venus and, and yourself as a viewer. Uh, Let's see, I, I noticed something and uh, um, I hope I didn't. Well, I guess not. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that uh, it's about it. Uh, ask me if you have dilemmas related to what I've said, and if you, I don't know. Have... No, absolutely. It's very interesting to see all these layers. And, and I mean, I have the feeling that all this maybe struggle and all those steps that were um, in the beginning there, they're part of this process. And you can, even though you can't really see it through the painting uh, without an X ray, as you said. But you can somehow sense it, and you can sense that there's so much meaning behind it, and that's that's what makes it different, and that's uh, what you said makes an artist great, and I, I truly agree with you on that. Mm, what about the timeline and the time limit? Um, in this particular craze, how long did it take you to to finish the painting in the end? Oh my God, I I, I really don't know. Um, I guess uh, I started in. I don't know, late December, but you know, I produced uh, lots of works. I, I worked on this theme on like uh, seven, uh, 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 um, I produced like seven pieces. Mm -hmm. And 
in the end, I guess uh, I showed you just a couple or something. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, but it's it's nice to exhaust it. So I, I really work a lot. Um, must say, not all the results were <laughs> <laughs> this intensity, but which is you know uh, honest and fair, you know, to to admit that um, it's it's a process and you have to to uh, analyze uh, everything and you don't have to uh, be comfortable with yeah. just uh, a single result you know it's important to explore so yes. i don't really know I, I guess a couple of months to be <laughs> honest uh, because i came back to the image and i i uh, preserved several stages and i i was sorry that i didn't preserve all the staging in order to make sense the, the for it, the process to, to see what's behind every every step, every line. But you can notice if you're taking a closer look, you can feel that there is a structure. You know, it's it. Although in some cases it's flat, but in some cases you can feel that uh, the color is hiding something behind it. So, um, yeah. Okay. Okay. I think it's really time is you know. Unfortunately, <laughs> no, no, no. just about to have an idea if it's like days yeah. or months or years. Um, no, 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 not years because uh, I found out about the team pretty late in, in last yeah. year. I don't know, yeah, not last year, a couple of years ago already. I don't know, or something. <laughs> but you mentioned that this my memory is not that great, <laughs> <laughs> it's everything in the paintings worked in. Yeah. For your memories, you mentioned this, uh, as you said, lemon or this yellow dot um, yeah. has something to do with with this pandemic and the time that we are living in at the moment. How was it for not you? Only. Not to only. Honest, uh, not only. To be honest, I was inspired by uh, a, a, a baroque painting of Caravaggio, boy with lemon. So the thing is that the story behind it that it's that the boy, in fact, was uh, suffering of a huge hangover. Mm -hmm. And uh, the lemon was the therapy for him. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe this is our therapy. <laughs> so for yeah. you, as an artist, how, uh, how were the last few months, or actually the last one and a half, one year? Is there well, uh, at the beginning, mm -hmm. I embraced the chaos. <laughs> because uh, I'm a romantic person. When I see a storm, I don't see the I, I see the sublime of it. I don't see the catastrophe of it, you know. So I said, okay, no rules. We will enter like a zombie movie. Uh, I was super happy that uh, uh, um, there was no pressure to produce work, so I could focus on whatever I liked, and nobody bothered me at all. <laughs> Uh, I enjoy the empty streets because I'm an anxious person. I uh, usually avoid meeting people. So uh, uh, this time uh, everybody was anxious and um, I, I started to feel uh, normal. <laughs> it was uh, finally everybody was like me. So, you know, um, but then I realized that it's a fucking mess um, because uh, Basically, my uh, job, so the art industry, was totally blocked. Mm -hmm. Although people really faked it with this, um, you know, uh, 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 internet uh, first, you know, and the viewing rooms. And 
Come on. I mean, you know, uh, a photograph it's uh, of a painting, it's a reproduction of a painting or a sculpture or whatnot, you know. So it's it's already something, it's it's a surrogate. It's, it's fake, you know. So you cannot really feel it. You cannot have a relationship with the size of it, with the smell of it, mm-hmm. you know, uh, with the, the energy of it. You cannot really feel the structure, even with the best photography ever, you know. And in my case, for example, the photography doesn't do me justice at all. So it only ruins the image. So, yeah, I realized that we're in a total mess. Uh, watching the news, hearing all the specialists, I realized that nobody knows nothing. So we're in... We're, we're fucked. We're doomed. <laughs> so uh, uh, from uh, uh, enthusiasm, uh, uh, I understand that we're, we're in big trouble and uh, it's not... Uh, uh, a zombie movie, or it's a shitty B movie, and uh, it's it's uh, fucked up everything. And I was um, starting to 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 feeling depressed, and um, I was extremely happy when I heard about the vaccine, and uh, you know I uh, uh, really hurried up when my time was on to 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 do it. So. Uh, I wish for others to, to uh, believe in science and to do the right thing for the society, at least, if not Absolutely. for them. Absolutely. And maybe it's um, very difficult to meet in person. Yeah, or... but the, the thing is that uh, I am I, I, now desperate to get back on track, to get back to, to what was uh, normal, you know, because yeah. um, it's impossible what's, what's going on. Now it's less stressful. <laughs> Of course, but uh, hopefully this thing won't last uh, too much or too longer, you know. Maybe this year is fucked already, but uh, hopefully from the the, the beginning of next year, things will start to feel normal again. And yeah, it's tricky. I mean, at first, as I told you, I was like a stupid kid enjoying the the, the catastrophe. And then I uh, felt like a responsible (laughs) grown-up. And I realized that uh, we're in deep shit. Wow. (laughs) It's quite a process in a really short time. But yeah, I mean, it's nice to see that the motivation is there to to go back to normal for you and to produce more art. Have this possibility to exhibit it in person as well. So I'm super happy that I have this opportunity to, to exhibit and to participate in my show in, in late August. So, yeah. You're looking forward uh, happy to, to look, meeting back with the people and, you know. Yeah. Because I'm like an animal now, you know. <laughs> I'm starting <laughs> to stretch people. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually I have a question that's maybe related to you. So you said that you are not really um happy around people or many people, so I guess big cities aren't your favorite spot, but do you have a favorite place? Not really, not really. Um some 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 places uh, give me anxiety, but some give me enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. And for example, New York, it's I guess uh, my favorite. I lived oh. in New York for quite a while. Well, Brooklyn, <laughs> to be yeah. honest, uh, in the, the the both the Bushwick area and Williamsburg area and Greenpoint area, I know it by heart. And the energy that, that this city has, uh, it's it's uh, it cures my anxieties. To be honest, I mean, 
there is always something to see. There is always a piece in a museum to visit. Um, you can feel the, the good vibes on the streets and the good people there. And uh, yeah, I would like to return and to stay longer again. Yeah, Absolutely. sounds like a good plan for the future. Um, and yeah, one what are your other plans? Uh, so you said that there's an exhibition coming up in the... Uh, yeah, well, I don't have many, to be honest. Step-by-step uh, <laughs> step for now, you know. Um, there are uh, a few fairs that I will attend, uh, like uh, FIAC, Freeze, uh, <laughs> and Armory. And who knows? <laughs> but, you know, um, things will, you know, develop. Now I have also a, a, a group show in Stockholm. Mm -hmm. at uh, CF Hill. It's the sort of organization slash gallery, uh, more like an institution. Mm -hmm. I will send you uh, the information about it. Um, yeah. This morning, uh, as I told you, my memory is kind of messed up, uh, but <laughs> I uh, 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 remembered and I sent you the data that you needed. Uh, so an updated CV with uh, publications and whatnot. And well, well, we're going to see you know? <laughs> nice. what, what's going on. Uh, uh, to be honest, I'm, I'm happy that um, I, I'm attending to a few shows and fairs and, you know, hopefully things will get back on track and uh, we'll have a better dynamic. And yeah. for now, you know, things are a little bit modest, I must say. No, yeah. no not no splashy fancy things <laughs> for for the moment <laughs> so i would have maybe one final question um and it's more a rhetoric one but what's the best piece of advice that you've ever received and what's the worst if you can remember any of those both? to be honest um uh, i have had the worst teachers related to uh, uh arts ever the, the the one in high school um i was like back then better than i am now because i was pure and uh, you know and uh, he was like a dumbass and uh, always gave me the worst advices and uh, well i was right when i uh, 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 um <laughs> said that an artist is a self-taught artist. Uh, the teachers in university were like kids uh, who wanted just to have fun. So my teacher told me to dress well and uh, taught me to drink a lot. Um, I knew more about art than my teachers always, even related to art history. So... The thing about, you know, people are talking about the school of clues. It's mm -hmm. bullshit. I mean, what really happened is that we met a few good uh, artists and we talked a lot and we were encouraged by each other and we were our own teachers. Mm -hmm. So this school, in fact, it's, it's uh, more of a gathering of some bright young students that really wanted to prove that we are not that fucked because the perception about Romania is kind of inexistent. I mean, you know, about the theater of absurd was born here. Uh, part of the Dada movement was born mm -hmm. here and we have just a handful of 
well-known artist, but that's it. And we wanted to to change the impression mainly. So that was our drive. Yeah. Um, in fact, there is. I studied in Palermo for for a year uh, in Sicily, and over there I had this hippie teacher, and he he told me, "You guys from Eastern Europe are complicated. Everything you, you should simplify everything." So that idea really remained in my mind. But in fact, we don't complicate things. <laughs> we simplify them because there is a famous sculptor, Konstantin Brinkus, which simplified sculpture to the bone, you know. Um, so this is kind of a decent advice. But uh, to be honest, art history gave me the best advice ever, you know. Uh, Absolutely nice. <laughs> Actually, can connect with the with the last uh, part really well. Um, as an Eastern European as well, it's the same. Everyone thinks that I'm complicating everything, but it's, no, it's actually really simple. <laughs> you just have to understand this. Of uh, so this was really nice. Uh, I hope that we can meet sometime uh, in the next months or years. We will see how this goes on. But it's an honor to have your work here in this exhibition. Thank you. I'm on to be invited to be to be honest thank you absolutely and um, to many more to come hopefully so thank you very oh. much i wish you a nice day the artist talk series was presented to you by pulpo gallery thank you for listening